everybody strapped for weeks. Let it go. You know what I'm referencing down and learn your lesson. We the BL. Okay, okay, he said. Now keep it raining, you're paying attention. Listen, we the BL. Okay, okay, he said. Nobody's seeing me, they told me it's my pain. It's my hope. So some love will be living under the logo. Stop the hate, I ain't playing, homie. It's time to grow. I'm fucking with my money, yo. You don't want to hear it, bro. I understand that work hard and it pays off. Cause I've been sitting there writing since 94. That's right, since 94. I wanted more, I need more. I need fuck it with my art, you be ducking, dodging my dog. Now clap with me, they hate you, so clap with me. I'm a boogie down to the heart, peace up to the city. Just up to the riders, cocaine suppliers. Rubber bands, duffel bag, black card grind. No class flyer. Catch me in the C class, pass like flyers. Mean the way it came, same color as my side. So grown up, keep the factory on tires, man. When I'm referencing down and on your left and we the BL Okay, okay, you say I told you we raining, homie, now pay attention We the BL Okay, okay, you say You smell that? Sitting more when they wild Something about the cream got me going out of my mind How can I ever grow yo if I don't even try? I don't even lie, you can't read between the lines I'm a beast, no slice, no crazy, the whole pie Let them have it, the click clacking, how we be wild I'm blowing up, someone stepped on a landmine You hear it when I rhyme, uh-huh. no need to get bent out of shape, you'll be fine uh-huh. Before you get bent out of shape, I mean literally okay. You remind me of cake, evidently you're sweet. sweet That nigga's pushing up weights, but your jaw's still uh-huh. weak See the heat is backed up, love to make it sweet You know what I'm rapping, sit down and learn your lesson, we the BL Okay, okay, he say I told you we raining, homie, now pay attention, we the BL Okay, okay, he say I just seen the article, and I said, let me save it so I can tell it to y'all during the show. 
It says, Madonna Hopkins Rock is being found unresponsive. A manager said the icon developed a serious bacterial infection, but it's best to make a full recovery. Madonna was hospitalized Saturday after being found unresponsive, according to multiple reports, citing her manager, Guy Alfieri. A manager said Wednesday that she had developed a serious bacterial infection, but added that she is expected to make a full recovery. On, on Saturday, June 24, Madonna developed a serious bacterial infection, which led to a several days stay in the ICU. He wrote on Instagram, her health is improving. However, she is still under medical care and full recovery is expected. Osteria added that Madonna will postpone her celebration tour, but she was scheduled to begin in mid-July. <clears throat> the Grammy Award-winning single was set to highlight her unmatched catalog of music from the past 40 years according to a January announcement of the tour, which added that it would pay respect to the city of New York where her career and music began. I am expected to explore as many songs as possible and hope to give my fans the show they have been waiting for. Madonna said an announcement, the Queen of Pop was last on tour from September 2019, 2020 for Madam X. Eight years she received hip replacement surgery. Madonna, I'm wishing you a full recovery. But girl, you had hip surgery. Calm yourself down. On going on tour. <laughs> Calm yourself down. Yep. She had hip. I did not know that she had hip surgery, replacement surgery. So here we go. So, another story that I'm sharing with y'all. McDonald's response to disturbing trends featuring the grimace. Now, I'm, you know, I'm all for the different colors they want to make in their shakes, but you can't make a purple shake and then it tastes nasty. <clears throat> well, I haven't tasted it, so I don't know if it's nasty. So... Does McDonald's respond to the strawberry trend featuring the Grimace milkshake? In the Grimace shake trend, TikTok users are creating many horror movies mocking the effect of drinking the new McDonald's milkshake. In the emerging Grimace shake trend, TikTok users are creating horror movies, many horror movies, the effect of drinking the new McDonald's milkshake. Multiple examples of the social media platforms show users and the creepy scene after trying out the limited time menu item, which is meant to celebrate Grimace's birthday. Shortly after taking the sim of the purple shake, the video cuts to the creators pretending to be passed out or playing dead with the purple liquid pouring out of their mouth. Each ad- adaptation starts similarly, but ends with different gruesome scenes. Some 
Further show the person passed out on a playground, in a tree, on a shroom, across a car hood. The trend is blowing up online with videos containing the hashtag Grimace Milkshake Assuming. I mean, amassing 631.6 million views. While the trend isn't what McDonald's had in mind when they dropped the shake, the company is playing along. On Tuesday, the fast food chain shared a close-up of the furry mascot who's actually an enormous taste. But on Instagram, me pretending I don't see the Grimace Shake trend, the post read. Followers kept up the, the stick in the comments of the post. Please let go of my family. One follower wrote another joke. I hope Grimace has access to nuclear warheads. Is that true? McDonald's did not provide any further comment. <clears throat> McDonald's, I get it that you are a little perturbed because of this trend and you think it's going to make people turn away and not want to buy the item. These videos is actually going to help you sell a damn item because people are going to be curious and want to know What's so bad about the shake that people are making are making videos like this? Oh, what is it about the shake that's getting people to make videos like this? So they're going to go and try it. The only, but just think, McDonald's, <clears throat> right? The trend is in order for them to do the trend, they got to buy the shake, right? So you're making money regardless if you don't like the trend. You're still making money because for order for all, in order for them to do the trend, they gotta buy the shit. It's just they should have did this when you did the Shamrock Shake, when you started doing the Shamrock Shake for St. Patrick's Day. They should have been doing ten videos like that. That you said like doing Shamrock Shake. Because I had that Shamrock Shake, I was like, uh, okay. It's not my cup of tea. The Shamrock Shake is not my cup of tea. Because I get it. Think green, you think mint, but mint doesn't belong with everything. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I get it if the shake was chocolate and it had a hint of mint, because chocolate and mint go together. But to make it, it, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work with me. So, yeah. But, you know, you shouldn't be mad at it because you're still making money in order for them to make to do the trend like that's the buy it. So you should be happy that they're buying the shake anyway. I know it's leaving a bad connotation in the mouth of other people. So you think it's going to stop them No, people still going to buy it because they want to try it. So... <clears throat> Now it's time to share the good news. We're going to share that good news, that good news, that good news. 
And we're going to start it all with the sports news. So Lindsay Harden named the head coach of Stockton Kings, first black female head coach in NBA G League history. And she played for Duke's women's basketball. She's a Blue Devil, so congrats to the former Blue Devil on becoming the head coach of the Stockton Kings. She should be head coach of a WNBA team. But, hey, a job is a job, right? Especially when it's a job of being the head coach of a sport you love, even though you don't play the sport no more. So congratulations to Lindsay Harding. That good news, that good news. Time to give you Joining the Abbott Elementary star Kerry Washington and Cheryl Lee Ralph are set stars in the Hollywood Walk of Fame in in the T V category. Cheryl Lee Ralph has done movies but she not she hasn't done big blockbuster movies. So yeah, she's gonna but she's done a lot of T V. She's done Moesha. She's done Abbott Elementary. Uh she's on Bosom Buddies. I think she was in Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks. If I'm not if it's not Bosom Buddies, I remember the show. If it's not Bosom Buddies, it was the uh, the women, they were waitresses, and she was one of the waitresses. She was one of the leads of the, I think it was three waitresses, she was one of the leads. Um, so, yeah. Congratulations to Shelly Ralph. It's not just Shelly Ralph and Terry Underwood. Also, in the class is Tony Raxton, uh, Chadwick Bozeman. I'm missing someone. Otis Redding. So Otis Redding, Chadwick Bozeman, Tony Baskin, Terry Washington, Shirley Ralph. Black excellence at its finest, getting a Hollywood Walker fame. Shirley Rock should have had one a long time ago. Always Redding should have had one a long time ago. Tony Braxton. But you have to be nominated. So don't just think that because you're in the entertainment business, you're automatically going to get a, a star. No, you have to be nominated. And when you're nominated and you get chosen, then you have to pay $10,000 for your star. Yep, the star is not given to you. You you have to pay for it. And you know what's crazy when they announce? Um, I was watching this nation. This nation, you know, announced it, and you know, because Tamar's sister Tony's in it, they were talking about it. It was saying there's a lot of stars, entertainers that got it. 
that shouldn't be shouldn't have a thought. Because when you think of some of these celebs, if you go back into some of these celebs' history, you got some who uh molestation, but they got a star. You know what I'm saying? Involved in molestation, but they got a star. I wonder what. I think they said Trump is for business. I'm not sure. I can't remember what Trump says. So, yeah. Congratulations to all of them. I saw the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Congratulations. That was good news. That was some good news right there. Uh, Something else I want to share with y'all. So, oh yeah, I saved it. So, so I'm only just going through, going down my timeline. I come across this thing that says, "27 plus celebs who were wildly assumed to be white but aren't." And I'm going to share that with y'all because when you hear some of these names, you say, "What?" And if you already knew, then it's not a wild moment for you. Although we are familiar with many of the world's most famous faces, that doesn't mean we know their entire history. Over the years, many stars graced our lives whose ancestry and heritage we had no idea about. These stars are famous for their talents, first and foremost, and as it should always be. However, these stars were also assumed by people to be of a certain ethnicity, but as many of us know, life is more complicated than that. These are the famous figures, past and present, who you didn't realize were multicultural. Jackie Kennedy Onassis. During her lifetime, Jackie Kennedy Onassis became a star icon, particularly when she stood beside President John F. Kennedy. She stole the nation's heart as the charming first lady, thanks to her love of fashion and art. Jackie Kennedy Onassis' ancestors were of African-American descent, with one of her relatives becoming the first formerly trained black doctor. Her father, Jack Bovier, was known as Black Jack due to his flamboyant lifestyle and dark complexion inherited from his family line. So, Jackie Onassis. So, so, so the Kennedy cases have, even though Jackie Kennedy Onassis has a compare for white, put it that way. Kennedy's genes were more dominant for her, for her daughter and son to have that pale white skin. His genes was more dominant. It says Darnell Martin. Writer and director Jarnama became the first African American woman to direct a movie right out of a major Hollywood studio. She directed the nineteen ninety four comedy drama I Like It Like That, but at that time not many people knew about Martin's ancestry. Um 
So now my mom was born in New York, Bronx District, to a white Italian mother and a black father who worked as an attorney. In 1992, Martin wrote a short film titled Suspect, which detailed how young black people are judged by certain people before they do anything. Joseph Bologna. Bel- Joseph Bologna. Although he may have had a light complexion, the French Revolution era composer and musician Joseph Bologna was a mixed race. His father was George Bologna de Sainte. George is a wealthy painter in the French colony of Guadalupe, while his mother was the African slave of George's wife. Joseph was brought to mainland France by his father to be educated and he excelled in pretty much everything he did. Baulone was known as Black Mozart. And while he could lead a symphony, Joseph was also a champion fencer. King Tutankhamun. King Tutankhamun of ancient Egypt is arguably the most famous pharaoh of time. When he was around the age of nine, Tutankhamun ascended to the throne. When he when he then married his half sister. Ang Kesenanaman Tutankhamun was known to be fair-skinned, but artifacts found in his tomb had subsequently proven otherwise. The boy king was actually black African. There was a rumored curse surrounding the tomb and mummified by a tomb comment after his burial. The chamber was officially opened in 1923. Jennifer Bills. After Jennifer Bills became one of the biggest names in Hollywood, thanks to her critically acclaimed portrayal of Alice in the 1983 drama Flashdance, before Ashley Bills was a teenage model, and more frequently, more um, not frequently, more recently, she starred as Betty Porter in the drama series The L Word. Bill was born in Chicago in the 1960s to an African American father and an Irish mother, Irish American mother. The actress said that her biracial heritage often left her feeling like an outsider and part of neither community that her parents were from. That is true. Because if you watch, for those of you who watch BET Plus, you know BET Plus has College Hill, Celebrity Edition. And this season two, um, and, um, um, dang it, Amber. Oh, the one I used to date, Kanye, I can't, Amber, she said the same thing, that she doesn't consider herself African-American, even though her mom is black and her dad is white. She said growing up, you know, she was told she didn't fit in 
on either side. So it's like, what do you do when you're a mixed-race child and the people are telling you, you know what I'm saying? The people are telling you, uh, you act, he was like, yeah, they t- was, when I'm around the black people, they say I'm acting too white. When I'm around the white people, I'm acting too black. So it's like, damn, she don't fit in anywhere. That's how she felt. Yep, that's how she felt. She didn't fit in anywhere. So I'm guessing Jennifer Bell felt the same way, you know? K.J. Appa, it's another celeb. K.J. Appa has been relatively unknown before he stuck on the role of Archie Andrews in 2017 in the teen drama Riverdale. The New Zealand-born actor is also an inspired musician, and his debut album, Cop, was released in 2021. He's been in a long-term relationship with Clara Berry since 2019, and the two have a shared, two shared child. So, Abba may look white, but he's actually of Samoan descent. His father is a Mai Tai chief uh, of his village in Samoa. And Abba says he grew up in the culture since he was a kid. He is also of Scottish, English, and Irish heritage. Yeah, you can pass a white. Because he got like that. You know those white guys that go to the, you know, that have that tan body, you know. Clark Gable. Because Clark Gable is known as the king of Hollywood after he appeared in one of the biggest movies of all time, Going with the Wind, Gable is of Native American descent, and it's something Doctor never tried to hide. Back in back in Carl Gable's days, ooh, he he was fine. He'd be one of them guys, you you know. In today's talk, when we see a, a person who is a guy who for women, when we see a person who is fine, we say he can get it, meaning that if he was to say that he wanted to sleep with us, we would say yes, because that's how good he looked. So although his heritage was a common knowledge, Gable said he would never dismiss someone due to their race. For that reason, he was always, when he saw segregated bathrooms on the set of Gone with the Wind, and he refused to work until everyone was treated the same. When was Miller was the star of the much-loved drama series Prison Break? He played Michael Schofield, an expert structural engineer, who gets in prison only so he can then break his brother out of jail. He's another one that looks good, and you would say he can get it. (laughs) 
in one of Miller's earlier acting roles, he portrays Anthony Hopkins in The Human Stain, who tries to pass himself off as a black man. Miller actually has a black father and a white mother, so the role might not have been that hard for the actor to relate to. And for Wentworth, his mother's genes is more dominant. That's why he could pass the white, because his mother had the dominant genes. So he's been his most famous role to date is that Disney Johnson starts Quake, Daisy Johnson as Quake in Marvel's Age of Shield. Still, the most interesting thing about her is her race, which is definitely not strictly white. Bennett was actually born Chloe Wang and is Chinese and white. After being criticized about changing her last name to Bennett, Chloe said Hollywood is racist and wouldn't cast her with the last name that made them uncomfortable. According to her, she speaks Mandarin, lived in China, and is half Chinese. Chris Humphreys, the former basketball player. Although he could have carried on for a while, longer former NBA in his early 30s, the player was fortunate enough to play for some of the NBA's biggest franchises, including the Boston Celtics. Although he is known for playing basketball, Humphreys is also known for his short-lived relationship with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Yep. Humphreys is half African American from his father's side. It seems as though Humphreys inherited his sporty genes from his dad, who played football in college for the University of Minnesota. Don't. I don't know how you say this name. And not told. Anatole, Anatole Royard, during his career, there weren't many people who truly knew the real house of a famous writer, Anatole Royard. The well-known New York Times book reviewer was born in New York, I mean, born in New Orleans to black parents, although Royard had fairly light skin. Yeah, he could pass a white, and he definitely could pass a white. And he was black all the way black. He moved to Greenville to become a writer, but hid his ethnicity because he didn't want to be known as a black writer. Royard's ancestry remained a secret, so his daughter wrote a book of her own about her father's hidden life. I understand where he's coming from with that because when you think about it, you know, when you're African American, you always gotta put, you always gotta put black in front of, like you say, oh, like he said he didn't want to be known as a black writer, so you know when they start saying writer, and the toilet. Royard, they're gonna say and write and you see what I'm saying? 
like, why you got to throw Maurice, uh, uh, Maurice in it? Just say writer. That's why he didn't say he was black, because he wanted them to just say writer, Anatole Royard, instead of saying African-American writer. Jones, a.k.a. Betty Boop. Betty Boop might be one of the most famous cartoon characters from years gone by, but the real-life inspiration behind her character was a black woman. Esther Jones served as Betty Boop in home. I lost the article, but... So, yeah. Okay. Because they do. Okay, here we go. The real life behind her character was a black woman, as the general said, that's Betty Boop's inspiration after she became famous for singing at the Cotton Club. Yep. The thing was known by her stage name, Baby Esther, had an African heritage and would, would sing her songs in the voice of an infant. Although Betty Boot was inspired by her, Jones was never able to win a lawsuit to own the rights to the character. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph is a comedian and actor that plenty of us recognize from a state on SNL as well as as well as her various movie roles. She is a super funny woman with a unique acting style, but many people aren't aware of her racial identity. This and us African Americans know who she is and who's her mother. We know that. <laughs> this ambiguity is coupled with the fact that she has played a number of characters of different races and Actuality, Maya is racially mixed. Her mother was Minnie Wimbledon, a legendary black musician who died young. Her father, Richard Rudolph, is a white music producer. Pete Wentz. For our boy basis, Pete Wentz can link his heritage back to Afro-Jamaican roots on his mother's side. The talented musician's great-grandparents were Jamaican immigrants, with his grandfather also being the ambassador to Sierra Leone. Wow, Pete Wentz can tackle white, but I would have never thought he had some black in him. I would have never thought he had some black in him. Besides his musical talents, Wentz has and using his level of fame to try and make a difference in people's lives. One of Winter's philanthropic adventures is Elizabeth Children Inc., which is an organization that aims to help refugees in their causes in Uganda. Alexander Hamilton. It says, Alexander Hamilton's face is one that is familiar to pretty much anybody in the United States who has ever handled a $10 bill. As one of the founding fathers of the United States, Hamilton was the first Secretary of the Treasury 
earn himself a place in history books and on the ten dollar bill. Hamilton was actually mixed race, but his skin was light enough that he was able to pass as white. His brother's skin was much darker, which meant he was treated as black. Wow. And so I think the lady's name is Sally Hemmings, who filed by Jefferson. Wow. So all this time we learned about Jefferson in history. We we learning about black history. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All the time we're learning about about history and we're learning about the founding fathers and to know that one of the founding fathers was black. Right on. I love it. Even though he could pass away, I love it. I love it. But he did own slaves. So even though he was black, he did own slaves. I think the lady's name was Sally. Was the slave? Sally Fleming or, or Hemmings? And come to find out they did the... The DNA test found out, yep, her child was definitely Jefferson. Taika Waititi is someone who has usually been behind the scenes working on movies rather than in front of the camera. This changed with his most recent movie, Jojo Rabbit, where he also played a character. Since then, he has directed the award-winning Star Wars spin-off series, The Mandalorian. He is from New Zealand, and many people assume that he was white, but he's actually Maori descent, meaning he is indigenous to New Zealand. In addition to his Maori blood, he also has some Irish and Russian Jewish heritage. I always thought he was white. I thought he was Asian. The way his eyes look in his picture, I always thought he was Asian. Um, The next celebrity is Michael Fosberg. Although he grew up thinking he was white, Michael Fosberg had an African-American father, the actor would portray white characters in the early stages of his career, and he grew up as one of two white kids on his school's base basketball team. I was about to say baseball, basketball team. Mm-hmm. The woman said he was in his studies that Ford was now saying his father's ethnicity, his father's ethnicity to him. Father was later given the opportunity to meet his biological father and Fosberg explained that it was extremely comforting to know where he came from. But she the Jones that's Quincy Jones' daughter, so I know she got some I know she black. I ain't gotta read this to know that she black. 
Latia Jones is a beloved actress known for her roles in popular TV shows like The Office, Parks and Recreation, but she's also one of Hollywood's biggest nutball babies, being the daughter of Quincy Jones and Peggy Lipton. Apparently not many people know she's she's as mixed as they come. Yeah, Rashida Jones, yeah, she definitely could pass for white. Jones is a black and Jewish heritage. In a viral interview from 2015, Jones' interview said she looks really tan, and that it suits her. Rashida then continued to say, I'm ethnic. The interviewer clearly didn't understand how to handle this situation, proving some people didn't believe Jones was white. Derek Jeter. Many people made the assumption that former New York Yankees shortstop Derek, Derek Jeter was white. Nobody seemed to think otherwise throughout his career, especially with the baseball star often identifying as coming from white heritage. The now Miami Marlins CEO and owner's mother is white, while his father is African American. Jeter says. After he met while serving in the United States Army, when they were both stationed in Germany, eventually they returned home, and Jeter was able to embark on an amazing baseball career. Rosario Dawson. After Rosario Dawson made a name for herself in Hollywood, thanks to roles in hits like Men in Black 2, Sin City, and Rent, she later went on to star in the hugely popular Marvel TV shows with Defenders, Daredevil and Luke Cage. Not only is Dawson a talented actor, but the stars also know her producing, singing, political activism, and comic book writing. Her mother is of Afro Cuban and Puerto Rican heritage, which might explain why Dawson is often cast in Latino or African American roles. Black. Flash became one of the most famous guitarists in the world in the late 80s and early 90s thanks to being in the rock band Guns N' Roses. He is considered to be one of the greatest guitarists in the history of his music, but he's also known for his unique style. Flash has a lot of hair that sticks out from underneath his trademark top hat. There aren't a ton of African-American heavy metal stars, but Flash is among them thanks to his mother's black heritage. Now, I did not know. And I, I love using Guns N' Roses. one of my favorite rock bands. And I did not know he was black. I did not know Flash was black. But when I heard people say it, and then I was watching something that showed a picture of him and his mother together, I was like, Flash is black? What? <laughs> Jessica, I don't know how to say her last name. Zahar, S-Z-O-H-R, I don't know how to say her last name. Gossip Star Jessica is pretty much the definition of what it is to be multicultural. Her father is of European African-American descent. Well, her mom has roots in Hungary, Ireland, England, and Germany. 
Jessica made her breakthrough in Hollywood thanks to roles in TV shows like CSI Miami, Joan of Arcadia, and My Wife and Kids. She all she would establish herself as a star, though, when she landed the role of Vanessa Abrams in the teen drama series Gossip Girls in 2007. The Wayne and Rock Johnson, I know he's black. Over two decades, the Wayne and Rock Johnson has been entertaining his millions and millions of fans. The star began his life as a pro football player before moving into the world of professional wrestling, where his natural charisma shone brightly. He made a transition to acting and has grown to become the highest grossing box office star in Hollywood. Many people didn't know that Johnson's mother is of Samoan descent, while his father is a black Nova Scotian. I ain't never heard of no black Nova Scotian. <laughs> wow. Mark Paul Gosselin? Zach and Saved by the Bell? <laughs> okay, it says Mark was busy breaking hearts during the 1980s and 90s when he portrayed Zach Morris in the teen comedy Saved by the Bell. His blonde locks may have won over millions of fans around the world, but did you know that he's actually dyed his hair to complete, to complete the look? Didn't know that. The famed actor is actually part Indonesian on his mother's side. He hails from Bali, and Gosla has recently spoken out about his pride in his mother's ancestry. Wow, he is Indonesian. I did not know that. I did not know that Zach Morris. <laughs> I did not know that was crazy. Let's see. I just let y'all. Okay, that was Mark Paul Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne shot the fans through her role as Cece Jones on the Journey Channel sitcom Shake It Up from 2010 to 2013. And since she has forged a career as a model, as well as starring over 30 movies in, short, in her short career. Now, not everybody knows that Thorne is Italian on her mother's side and Cuban on her father's side. Thorne explains to Glamour Magazine that she grew up speaking Spanish and that it was her first language. Wow, who knew? Wow. Half a sign, half Cuban. Wow. What a combination. Mm. Wow, what a combination. Darren Chris. Darren Chris became a household name after starring in the musical drama with his Glee. That show was the platform that helped launch Chris' career and later in life to win a Golden Globe for his role in the crime series that's fascinated to the the assassination of Gianni Versace. 
and winning the Golden Girl Chris became the first Filipino American to be given the honor. Chris' mother was born in the Philippines, while his father is of German, Irish, and English descent. Most people know Aubrey Plaza from her time on the hit sitcom Parks and Recreation. The actor once told Cosmopolitan that people make assumptions about her ethnicity based on her fair skin. Plaza explains to the magazine that people don't assume she's Puerto Rican. The actress's father is from Puerto Rico, while her mother is of European American descent. The starring in Possible Plaza has gone on to appear in the hit FX comic book series Legion. Vanessa Hudgens. All of Vanessa Hudgens made her acting debut in the movie 13. She broke out in the hit Disney film series High School Musical. Hudgens portrayed Gabriela Montez alongside Zach Efron and Ashley Tinsdale, the actress and singer, and another of Hollywood stars to become from a mixed background. Her father is of Native American and Irish descent, while Hudgens' mom calls the Philippines her native home. After becoming the star on her own, on our screens, Hudgens moved to Broadway where she had broken out in three slides and went by Olivia Munn. When Olivia Munn began her career in the media, she started as a TV journalist before moving into the acting world. Munn went from bringing the news to viewers at home to helping bring millions of people to the box office in his like, X-Men apocalypse. Some people do not know that Munn is actually part Vietnamese after her mother was brought up in the Asian country. Mun's father, on the other hand, is of Irish, German, and English heritage. Haley Spicer, although she had already featured in several short films, when Haley Spicer was cast in the 2010 Western Grit, she became a superstar. Spicer was 13 years old when she was cast in True Grit, and her performance earned her a Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actors. Since then, she has appeared in hit movies like Ender's Game, Begin Again, before standing out in the Pitch Forever movie series. Stein's father is of Russian and Romanian descent, while her mother's ancestry, while her mother's ancestors have been in the Philippines and Africa. So she got a little black in there. Megan Markle, we know Megan Markle's black. We've seen her mother. Because Megan Markle might appear like a fairy tale, but after she married Prince Harry, she is the Duchess of Sussex. But before marrying into royalty, Markle was best known as Rachel Zane in the hit legal TV series Suits. Marco decided to enlighten everyone about her heritage in 2013 when she explained that her father is Caucasian and her mother is African-American. Since finding true love with Prince Harry, Marco hit the headlines, but she and her husband have since taken a step back from public life. 
Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen was a much loved stand up live sketch artist for over a decade before leaving the hit show in 2013. The comedian and writer claimed that his mother's ethnicity helped him out helped him out whenever he was required to portray a character with a Spanish accent. Oh, okay, now I know who this I know who Armisen is. I was like, okay, I know who this is. Armisen is saying that his mother is from Venezuela and she's always spoke to him with a Spanish accent. Being around his mom and her side of the family helped on Armisen's tongue understand the nuances of speaking English as as a native Spanish speaker. Mm-hmm. Torian Torian Sario, actress Torian Belsario might have played a white Anglo Saxon character on the teen mystery series Fairly Alive. That's not to see her ethnicity. The actress I see from a mixed background with her mother being of African American and French descent. <coughs> <clears throat> Her dad is Italian and Serbian, and together her parents were hugely successful producers for shows like NCIS and Magna PI, with so many cultural influences from all around her. It seems as though both Sario plenty of experience to draw upon in her acting career. Also, when I'm looking. So when I'm watching NCIS and at the end I see it says by side, I I did not put I would have never put two or two together just because you can't say people are related just because they have the same last name. Because then when you cause then when you ask and they say no, you feel like a fool for assuming. Yep, you feel like a fool for assuming. Palsy? Wow, this is one I didn't know. Hopkins Jason Holmes has enjoyed an amazing five years, which has seen her rise to the top of the charts. The singer seems to be on the rise still. And there's no telling how far she's going to go. Although she might have a light complexion, Nicolette Tilly of mixed descent. Her father is African American. With some Irish ancestry thrown in while her mom and Tayshia was back to hungry out in the middle. So, Halsey is black. Wow. Halsey is black. I would never. Mm-mm-mm. Vin Diesel, thanks to his involvement in both the Fast and Furious and Guardians of the Galaxy franchises, Vin Diesel is one of the biggest names in Hollywood. He plays none other than Dominic Toretto in the Fast and Furious franchise, while he is the legendary voice of Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy. Born Mark Sinclair, Diesel has described himself as someone of ambiguous ethnicity. The star's mother is of Scottish and German descent, despite never meeting his father. Jesus dad reportedly identifies as a person of color. 
about two dozen engineers only was one of the most famous faces in the world. He's still undeniable and A-list star today, although we might see less of her than we used to. The star, the star is daughter of legendary actor John Boyd, who is of German and Slavic descent. Her mother, Kelly Bertrand, also has a rich history with some of her answers being German, Dutch, and French Canadian. Bertrand also has links to the Iroquois, who were a powerful Native American confederacy. Amber Rose, that's who I was. That's what I was saying earlier. I couldn't get her name. I was like, I know it's Amber something. If you love following films, then the name Amber Rose probably won't have escaped your attention. The star was in a high-profile relationship with Kanye West before he married him, and she was also briefly married to rapper Wiz Khalifa. Rose is now one of the most influential people on social media. When you delve into her background, you realize that she is from a fascinating mixture of cultures. Her mother is Scottish and Cape Verdean, but her father is of Italian and Irish descent. Mm. While some celebrity logic, while some celebrities show to keep the ethnicity and background as private as possible. Others are more vocal. Others are more than happy to share their history. One person who isn't shy in coming forward with their ethnicity as a rapper allows it to use his mix, 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 mix as inspiration for lyrics. Okay. Lodge's mother is Caucasian, while his father is of African American descent. The rapper finds out. Go- oh, that's that. Not gonna be no more stars names. So Logic, so Logic's father, so Logic's father is black and his mother is white. But the way he, the way Logic looked, you would think he was probably, you probably think he was Latin. I think he's probably of Latin descent. Like when you, like when you look at the complexion of the person's skin, you can tell even if they're mixed race that whose gene was dominant. Like either either two parents whose gene was dominant because you got some kids that can pass for white and their mothers are you know and they're of different race. Yep. Um, they said it was 27. I wasn't going to be born 27. But I'd rather know. Um, what else did I want to say with you? Uh, let's So here's a story I want to share with y'all. It says, man was refused food in diner. He became 
he came back in uniform. The reactions was priceless. The person walked into a diner and waited 45 minutes in line at the diner's rush hour, only to be told by the cook that he wouldn't be served at their diner. The lady did not explain why our protagonist was confused and couldn't understand the lady's rude behavior. He had waited a good 45 minutes patiently but was turned down for seemingly no reason. He was used to being obeyed and respected, and you will soon understand why. But the lady did not know who he was and was treating him horribly. Next time, she would think twice. A hardworking man who frequently does 12-hour shifts, Carl Baker, was so glad to have a day off. He wanted to simply unwind for the day and forget work for a while. He planned to keep he planned to sleep in, eat outside, take a stroll outdoors, and end the day happily in front of his TV with his gold, gold old drink in hand. However, not everything went to plan for this man, despite his best efforts for a well-deserved day off. <clears throat> Baker's day all started with his dog jumping on his bed. Beaming with energy, his dog's jump made him realize it was about midday. Already, he quickly changed his clothes, enjoyed a nice cup of warm cloth, and pondered where to go for a little fancy brunch. <coughs> now, with a place in mind, he hopped into his car and drove to the diner he liked. It was a new place for him on the outskirts of town. His excitement for a new place, unfortunately, would later turn into regret. He felt there filled with disdain from the staff in the diner. Amid of feeling disrespected, he felt like an hour. Felt like an hour for Baker. Professionally, his work commanded mutual respect from people, and he never experienced being treated any other way. No one in the diner knew who Baker was upon reaching the diner. He patiently waited in the line, obviously hungry, and he reached the menu. I need to reach, I meant to say, read the menu on the wall while while waiting for his turn. He waited for quite some time, but never lost his cool to wait for his turn to be served. Give me one second, y'all. Oh, of course. Excuse me for yawning. Okay, I think the page is still loading. Okay, here we go. After carefully reading the menu, he ended up deciding between two good dishes. Although a man with many positive attributes, Baker apparently had a thing of being picky with what he eats. Standing in line for 45 minutes is fine for him as long as he gets what he wants. He later realized he was wrong to have wasted his precious time in line. Having to wait 45 minutes to be served is certainly out of the ordinary, even if it was the best food in town. Nobody should wait that long. They are always known to be patient, decided to wait, 
However, he got aggravated out. His hunger grew. His limit was about to be tested. When his turn came after a long wait, his excitement was immeasurable, and he thought he would find the order. What happened next left him dumbfounded with disbelief. What could have gone wrong? <clears throat> Although now exhausted with hunger, Baker still positive. Baker still politely greeted the cashier. However, she she he. However, he was met with a greeting filled with a look of impatience and annoyance. He would tell the lady was not in the mood. All the while chewing a piece of gum in front of him. Struggling off the initial disrespect, he continued to be calm and started to order his food. Back in his mind, he thought the lady must have had a rough day, as anyone may have, he decided to let it pass. Struggling Oh, okay, I said struggle. I meant struggle. I bad guys. Struggling off the initial disrespect, he continued to be calm and started to order his food. Back in his mind, he thought the lady must have had a rough day as anyone might have. He started that task. Again, he was told it was not available to be ordered now. Okay, I'm... Okay, we'll just keep going. Uh, so, basically, so I'm not going to keep reading this story because it keeps going. The, the words disappear. I'm not going to keep going back and forth. So, basically, I'm going to give you the story. I'm going to give you the rest of the story in the gist. Basically, that article was about a black man inside of a diner. He shouldn't be in because. It's full of wasted white people. But I get it. You hungry. You go to the dining. You heard about the dining. The food is good. Right? But, right? Basically, the dining was being racist towards him. Yep. The dining was being racist towards him. So he figured, you know what? I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to leave. So... Yeah, so, because I read, you know, I always, you know, read the articles a little bit before I, you know, share with y'all, and the cook told him, you don't serve your kind. So, I guess. He came back in his uniform and realized he was a cop. You know, they act. You know, they actually changed. So, because you see me in my cop uniform, or now you're going to play the nice person. You want to be racist like you were the other day to me when I was out of uniform? 
So yeah. What else did I want to share? Um, what else did I want to share with y'all? I can't remember. It's just that I can't remember. Okay, we. So, what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to share some new music with y'all. I'm going to just. So, I'm going to share some new artists with y'all. And if you like their music, you can go check it out on whatever platform you listen, whatever streaming platform you listen to to listen to your music, be it Spotify for music, Pandora. I'm going to tell you the name of the artist. And then I'm going to play their music. The first artist I'm going to play for you, the new music, his, he goes by the name of, he's an R&B singer. And his name is Will Preston. His new single is called, Of Course, I'm Alive. I mean, for real, did you think I was just going to tell you the truth? <laughs> I mean, isn't that intuition thing? Like, isn't that real? So maybe I just assumed that you knew all the time. I'm really not trying to have this conversation. I thought we would fade away without the altercation. Now I'm faced with the option of telling it all. You're asking me for the answers you need Of course I Did you think I'd tell the truth About the things I was doing to you Of course I Did you really want to know Or was it best to let it go Of course I Did you really need my truth When I bet you already Best to let it go Of course 
Across our lives. Now, this next artist is a new artist. I played those music before. You've heard it on this station. But this one is a new artist who I have, this is my first time playing their music. His name is Ray Currington. And the song is called Refuge and Strength. And we need a lot of that these days. So here we go. You know, sometimes life gets to getting good. And it just takes me over like I feel so
And now we're going to get into another new one. My artist's name, Wayne Gillespie, and it's called Delusions. Confusions and delusions, do they ever get you down? These things I need. This mystery surrounds you. 
So regardless if he's on it because he likes to sleep with children, still he's a registered sex offender. So why would you as a woman want that around your child? And why would a judge allow a sex offender to be around a little kid like that? So that got me to thinking, y'all. I didn't say this to my friend, but it got me to thinking. In order for a judge to grant someone who's not the biological parent to the child, they have to be related to that child in some way. Like it could be a grandparent, you know, they offer visitation to to the grandparent or whatever, or an aunt, uncle, you know. But it got me thinking, is my friend, because you know you don't want to, you know when when stuff like that comes across your mind, you don't want to say to your friend, are you really the daddy or the baby? Because that's crazy that a judge would give visitation to a sex offender of a baby that's not his. The judge, and I'm going to say this again, all the people in the back who ain't hearing me, the judge gave a registered sex offender visitation to a baby that's not his because he's dating the mother. Now let that sink in in your head. Here's a man taking the baby mother to court, or she took him to court, whichever, whoever took who to court. The point is, they're in court, and the judge says, I'm granting, let's say, Mr. Jones. Let's just say his name is Mr. Jones. You're, You're in court, and the judge says, I'm granting Mr. Jones' visitation to baby Alexis. Now, you know you know this man to be a registered sex offender, but the, you hear the judge say, I'm granting Mr. Jones' visitation to baby Alexis. Knowing, even though the man is not on trial, but still, He's a registered sex offender. And as a judge, you are going to allow this sex offender to be around that child? You understand what I'm saying? Look at Nicki Minaj's husband. He's a, he's a registered sex offender because he raped someone. She was at the time maybe about 16, I think about 16, 17, whatever her age was. She was a teenager at the time this happened. So he had, because he did that, he had to register as a sex offender. And wherever he, wherever he moves in the country, he has to let them know he's a registered sex offender. And they are in California, Nicki Minaj and husband is out in California, and they did not let California know that he was a registered sex offender. But as a judge, I don't care what race the judge was, 
you giving a registered sex offender visitation rights to a child that he's not the father of? <clears throat> how, 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 explain that one to me. I need someone in the legal field to explain that one to me. That the judge is granting rights of a child to a man that's not his visitation rights. Like, you gotta, I need for it to, from, from the legal perspective, I need to be explained to me. Because this is giving me that my friend is not the father and that this man is really the father. So there's no way in the world that as a judge, I'm giving a sex offender visitation to a, to a child that is not his. Father in court, I'm not letting it go down that a, a registered sex offender is getting visitation to my child. I don't care. Like, when you're dating someone, y'all break up, and if you're dating someone, y'all have, y'all, have, y'all have a child together, and you don't move on, you're dating someone new, <clears throat> or your ex is dating someone new, and for some reason you don't like the person, You know, and you tell the person, your ex, that as long as this person around, you won't see your child. But you're not going to be okay with it. If it, let's just say, let's say, let's just say, it was the other way around, right? Let's just take this this situation and flip it to where, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all where the sex offender is a woman, right, switch it to where the sex offender is a woman and not a man, would the judge still say, would the judge still grant visitation to that person? In a lot of instances, there's there's double standard and in some instances like between men and women is like double standard. Like some things like a woman can get away with right? And then there's some things men do that they can get away with. But in the case like this, if it was the other way around, the woman was a sex offender, I doubt if the judge would it have granted visitation? Just think of that. If the sex offender was a woman, I doubt the judge would have granted visitation. I don't know if the judge is male or female in this case. Let's switch it the gender of the judge then. Let's say it's a female judge. As a female why would you grant a man who's not the father of the child visitation rights and and this person's a registered sex offender? 
Like, why would you grant them access to a child knowing they're a registered sex offender? I get it. It's not, he's not the one on trial, so I get it. If it was brought up in court that he was, and you still granted access to a sex offender, and that says something about your character as a judge. To me, it says something about your character as a judge that you would allow a sex offender access. Yep, that you will let a sex offender access to a baby. Even if it ain't a baby, if it's a toddler, two-year-old, five-year-old, still you're you're granting access to a child to a sex to a to a sex offender. That's what ow. I bit my tongue ow. Crazy to me, y'all. That they this president's being granted visitation rights to a child that's not theirs. Yeah. This is crazy, y'all. This is crazy. Yep, this is crazy. This is really crazy. Granting a sex offender visitation rights. Mm-mm-mm. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. And my friend told me that he's going to sue. And I hope not to, I told him he should. And when he does, and when the court case comes up, he needs to mention the judge's name that granted the, granted the visitation, mention the man's name, that he's a registered sex offender. Yep. Need to do all of that. Yep, need to do all of that. Need to do all of that. Because you can say to the judge, a new judge that's handling that case, you can say, well, Your Honor, we previously went to court, and while in court, the judge granted her boyfriend visitation. He's a registered sex offender. If the judge says, did you bring it up in that court case? I did, but still he got granted visitation. And like I said, it has me thinking, like, a sex offender being granted access to a child? It got me thinking, what if the child is his and not my friend's, but because, cause you, you know, as women, when you when you in love with someone, you would you would do some dumb shit for somebody you look for somebody you for somebody you in love with. 
you will do some dumb shit. And sometimes, I think sometimes a lot of women think think that having a man, having a man's baby is going to keep him. It's not. It's not going to keep him. See, you're you're dealing with a man on with a man in the foundation that you're trying to build a relationship on is rocky. You ever you ever see rocks? You know the formation of rocks, and you see the people climb the rocks, and it's of different shapes. They're not the same shapes, not the same. You know, shape wise, size wise, they're not the same. Well, if you use rocks that are not the same shape and size, and try to build the foundation. You're not going to have a smooth foundation. You're not. You're not going to have a smooth foundation. Yep. So, yeah. When my friend told me that, I'm like, I don't want to say it to them, but this is what's going through my mind. I should tell me this story. And it got me thinking that for a judge to grant a sex offender visitation to a child, that means that child might not be my friends and he <laughs> But I already know it might it might already have crossed his mind that he should get a DNA test. But you can't exclude yourself. Even if the person has slept with other people, you still can't exclude yourself. Because you slept with that person as well. So if you stay strapped up, this you will never get into situations like my friend. <laughs> if you stay strapped up, you will never get into situations like my friend. And she had him thinking all this time he was because she thought. But sometimes, you know, your doctor tell you, your due date is this day, and then your next visit, you go in, they change your damn due date. So that means it changes. When the due date changes, it changes the day of conception. Conception. So that means, let's say, if the doctor tells you uh, the baby's due July 31st, right? You say, oh, I was at so-and-so. That's why the due date is July, such and such, right? And then you go back to your next appointment, and they change it from July 31st, let's say, to July 15th. Now, when, after you've had relations with someone, you won't know your pregnancy under it takes two weeks to find out if you're pregnant or not. But the accurate way to find out that you're pregnant is to pee, the pee, well, I think the accurate way, I think this is a blood test. I wouldn't even say pee test because people's pH balance be off so they can put P 
with an RPH balance, and it can read positive when it's really negative. So that's why the blood test is the best way. And I'm just saying. That's just, you know, my observation being told that story. And when they do go to court again, if, if he has a lawyer, or, you know, you got some people that do stuff on Bono, but if he has a lawyer and because because she said he's the father, you know, he's liable to pay child support, but but if this man who's the registered sex offender is really the father, then I would take him either clear paying child support because in these in this economy when you're not making a lot, this is why a lot of men because they're not making a lot of money, a lot of men quit their job or they don't quit their job, they work under the table for their boards. So that means that they're not on file as getting a pay. Even though they are getting paid, they're not on file, meaning that even though you are really you're working for the company, you're not official, an official employee, so they don't have to keep records of, of when they pay you and stuff. They could pay you in cash if they want to because they're paying you under the books. That's crazy, y'all. I just had to, I just wanted to share that story real quick. Because I really want to know the the legal perspective on this because, like, from a lawyer who's been in cases like, you know, case, you know, you know, like child support cases and stuff like that. Any case that has to do with children, like I really wouldn't want like watch. You know, they hear the story. If they've been in court cases like this, I want to know what the perspective on it because you're telling me I got to give this woman a certain amount of money every month for this child and your granted visitation to a sex offender to be around my child. No man's going to want no sex offender around their child. No man's going to want that. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to share that. I'm like, because it really bothered my mind as he was telling me this. I'm like, did he just say a sex offender got visitation rights? <laughs> Cause he, and and what's crazy is, is that even if it was consensual sex, because of the age difference, they're gonna make make that person register as a sex offender. So even if you, let's say you're 19 and the girl you with, let's say two years younger than you, she's 17. 
and y'all y'all have sex because you're nineteen, she's seventeen. Not that you wait or anything because of the age difference. You know what I'm saying? They they're gonna see it that way because of the age difference. Like, even though my mom and dad are the same age, but my my mom is months older than my dad. My dad's birthday is in December, hers is in March. So, you know what I'm saying? So, even though they're the same age, but being that she turns the age before he does, say, oh, she's because he's so young. Like, if they were if they were younger that people would say, oh, she's robbing the crazy because she's so young, even though she's older. They say that with with older women, and older women date young men. They're saying that she's robbing the crazy, but they don't say that when it's an older man dating a young woman. And that's what I'm saying about these double standards and stuff. I'm sure the next time I talk to him, he will give me more deets on that situation. I'm just like, wow. I'm just like, wow. I... That is a discussion. That could be a discussion to have on a podcast. <laughs> So it's that time, oh, you know, sharing my friend's situation with y'all, it's, a, it's time to say, I don't share this story, it's time to say goodbye. Got a minute left in the show. So I appreciate that you are such a girl for being a week in the pages of the airway. Keep rocking with your girl and Rosie starting radio and keep giving you great programming as well as great music. Next show I have is the end experience at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where you will hear these songs that I played tonight. You will hear them again. Well, Preston, Salai, Delusions by Wayne Gillespie, Wayne Curitan, Refuge and Strength. Don't mind the artists out there that want the music play right here in the state. Share like these artists. All you got to do is them. Yep. 201 399 2014. That's 201 399 2014. Or at Rosestarting.net. If you're missing the show, then buy Rosestarting Radio. All you got to do is go to BoxRadio.com. Just Google Rosestarting Radio. You'll see the many platforms we are on. The next promotion of the show is. I think it's July 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern, the third Wednesday of the month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's for you, the entrepreneur, the business artist, anyone with something to promote, can call in to 845-277-9356. Yes. So I'm going to say peace. Long love, I appreciate you. Bye-bye now.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.